0: Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in. If you are watching this on YouTube, hello, cheers, happy Friday. You're watching a rebroadcast of our Thursday Night Live, which we do every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. Pacific on Instagram at No Filter with Zach. Also, if you're listening to this on the podcast, then yes, this is a rebroadcast from last night. But don't worry, you can always join in every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern at No Filter with Zach. We do have a lot of tea to break down. Like I said, we're talking about Jenny Jenny Wynn's social media manager. She got fired from Bravo. Now the social media manager is speaking out. Um, we have some beef between Sutton and Garcelle. And then we have a new break in the Girardi case that is wild. I hope you are having a lovely day. Mm. Shall we dive in? Oh, Thank you, Jesse. I actually just saw the cardinal. Thank you, Jesse. Um, all right, guys, for those of you that uh, are new, this is a Thursday Night Live rebroadcast. So it is a little informal. I'll be chatting with people in the live chat. I'll be doing some bad shout outs. So just so you know, this is a less formal episode from what we normally do, but we're going to have some FUN tonight. Let's get it. All right, first up, Jenny Wynn. As we know, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star, Jenny Wynn, was fired by Bravo earlier this week. She then decided she was going to go on Instagram Live this week after they had let her go because she said she was going to tell her truth. It is time to tell my truth, Pat the Puss. But, like, we didn't really need this. Like, nobody really asked for this. Like, if anything, we needed to kind of just, like, let some of the dust settle But she decided that it wasn't just going to be her doing her exclusive tell-all. She was going to be bringing in a younger gay black man on her side as her friend. And he sat there with her and made a lot of it about himself. And was like fighting with people in the live comments. And was like... You don't, like, you don't know why I'm here. I'm here because I support Jenny, and I know Jenny, and I know her heart. And I'm just like, okay, but we want to hear her heart. We don't want to hear her friend tell us about her heart. Like, where's her heart? Show it to me. Open heart surgery. Let's go. (sighs) But, I mean, more than it— he could have been her friend and he could have supported her from like the sidelines. He could have sent her sweet text messages. He could have called her. Like if you want to be a supportive a supportive friend, you could be a supportive friend. Coming on her Instagram live, one, either makes you look like a fan that wants to jump on the housewife's clout or two, it makes it look like she's using you as a prop. And it was even more toned at the fact that she kind of just sat there with a fresh blowout, a full face of makeup and her Hermes belt. Not to say that she should have pulled like a Kathy Griffin and done like no makeup and like cried. And like we didn't need that either. But like we could have just, you know, been a little more thoughtful and intentional about this whole orchestration. Right. So it looked a little toned up. And I was really hoping she would give us something. I like had an ounce of faith. That she was gonna like, you know, give us something, anything that would indicate some sort of growth, some evolution, some change, you know, in her stance on certain things, anything, literally anything, sincere accountability, something. Just give me an ounce of it, and we got none of it. She took. She says she took a. She said, "I'm taking accountability for the things that were posted on my Facebook page, even though." In the same breath, she said that she didn't post them. Her social media manager posted them, which brings a lot of questions because it makes no sense as to why she would have a social media manager and why, if you're taking accountability for the post on your page, why you're even bringing up the social media manager. Like if anything, accountability means I take ownership. I'm hashtag owning it, baby. (sighs) Why would a social media manager be managing her private Facebook profile? Before she was even ever on TV, but not just before she was cast on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but before Real Housewives of Salt Lake City even aired its first episode. That's when these posts were. were from twenty twenty, early twenty twenty, summer of twenty twenty. So we hadn't even gone through a full season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City before she had a social media manager, right? why do you need a social media manager and why is he running or he or she running your private Facebook profile? Not a business page, but a private profile. She says she had a social media manager or actually she didn't really say it. Her friend said that she had a social media manager because she had a lot of businesses that she was running and she had kids that she was managing a household for and a husband and she had too many things going on. So she didn't have time for social media to run her social media. But then it's like, okay, then don't fucking do social media. You don't need to do social media because at this point you're not a public figure. Nobody really cares what you post on your personal Facebook page, so why even hire somebody to post anything on your personal Facebook page? Hire a social media manager to po- to run your business pages. Fine, sure, yeah, make those sales. Like, do that promotion, pimp out those Instagram ads, those Facebook ads, whatever the case may be. But Why do they have access to your private Facebook profile? That doesn't make sense because they don't need access if they're running any of your business pages because you can just make their own personal profile an administrator and then they can run all of that for you. Right? Right? Also, why would they have access to your personal profile at all? Like, she says that she doesn't have social media. She says that she doesn't have time to do social media, but she she throws the social media person under the bus and now the social media person has come forth and been like, hold up, wait a minute. The truth is, here's the truth. The truth is, her profile was hacked. And I'm like, oh my God. As if it couldn't get worse than taking no accountability and having the token black friend. And now we're just going to say that it was hacked? Now we, nobody, know, like, nobody did it. Nobody did, some hacker out in Nowheresville decided to do this. Why? Why would a hacker go and, and hack her, her, why would a hacker hack a private Facebook profile, and then post memes. Like one, that's bad for your job security as a social media manager that you're admitting that your client has gotten hacked. Bad news bears already. You're like, if you're my social media manager and you're then telling people that your accounts are getting hacked, like, thank you, next. No, you just lost your job. Bye. Better go apply for that EDD unemployment money check, honey. But... Why would a hacker then go and post racially insensitive posts on your private Facebook profile? Doesn't make sense. And they weren't just political posts. Like some of them are actually like pretty bad posts. And the timeline spanned for several months. So were you hacked for several months? And if that was the case, then when did you regain access to your Facebook account? You said that you deleted your Facebook account over a year ago. So at some point, you must have regained access to it. If you've regained access... Like, if I've been hacked and I regained access, like, the first thing I would think to do is to delete everything that they posted and, like, issue an apology and be like, hey, by the way, don't click any links that may have been DM'd to you. My account was hacked. Whatever, whatever. Also, like, I still want to know how you got the profile back. Because I've seen people get hacked on Instagram. And they'll know how to get their profiles back once they've been hacked. Like, getting a hold of Facebook and Instagram is, like, a whole mess lost in the metaverse. Um, So... Yeah, wouldn't you apologize? Wouldn't you delete the post? Wouldn't you become aware of what was going on, especially if you didn't have access for several months? Because the post that we saw, the screenshots ranged from March to summer. So that was several, you know... Several months within the year, you know, probably along the same launch plan as she by Sheree. It makes no sense. Also, hackers want to steal your identity. Hackers want to sell you Bitcoin. Hackers want your money. Hackers want to email you and be like, I need a million dollars. I've been kidnapped and I'm held for ransom. Hackers want to, you know, sell you some sort of genshaw marketing services. That's what hackers do. Hackers don't go and be like, I'm going to hack into your account and then post memes about, you know, white people in blackface to make fun of the black community. Hackers don't do that. Why would it, what would a hacker benefit from doing that? How would they benefit? They don't gain anything by posting white people making fun of black people in blackface. Not just like Tanner, not like an Ariana Grande moment where, you know, we just got a little heavy on the Tanner, but like actual white people in blackface memes. Like why would a hacker, what would a hacker gain from doing that? It just doesn't make sense. It does not add up. Two and two don't add 12 I mean, eventually they can add 12, but, like, we need all the pieces in the middle. Now, she does defend her conservative views. She does defend the fact that she's a Republican. She does defend the fact that um, she supports the police force, which I'm not mad at. You know, everybody's entitled to their own political beliefs. I did like that she took accountability for police brutality or, like, acknowledging police brutality because a lot of people often— Don't acknowledge police brutality when they speak out in support of the armed forces. So I liked that, you know, she was like, I understand that there is some reform that needs to be done. I understand that, you know, police brutality is a real thing. And people are especially people of color. Are being harmed by this and by this abuse of power. I liked that she acknowledged that. And I'm fine with the fact that she wants to support the police force. You know, I'm fine with the fact that she's a Republican. I'm fine with the fact that she has conservative viewpoints. I ain't mad at that. Everybody's entitled to their own political viewpoints, everybody's entitled to their own values, and they're entitled to their own opinion about those values. Now, Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. So when you post things publicly, there is going to be a response. People are going to react to it, and they're entitled to their reaction in the same way that you're entitled to your opinion and sharing your opinion publicly. And you have to know that when you're going to do that. Like, I don't come on here, and I'm like, hey, guys, here's my opinion, and here are my thoughts. And then I'm like, wait, but you can't get mad at me. No, I know what I'm fucking doing. I know you're going to drag me. That's what it is. That's who it be, boo. (sighs) So... It just, it was bad. Like, if anything, I would have, I wanted her to at least own the fact that she posted these things because it's obvious that she did. It wasn't a social media manager. It wasn't a hacker. Like, just own it at this point. Own the fact that you fucked up and either own that you still believe that or own that you've grown from that and changed from that because we don't really know where you stand. Give us a Kelly Dodd situation and at least I know where to place you, you know? Kelly Dodd very much has heavily leaned into her conservative viewpoints and she's built an audience and a podcast off of that. Fine, cool. You do. You go do you, boo. Uh, Stassi Schroeder, complete opposite. When and did an interview on Tamra, uh, Tamra Hall, um, Tamron Hall, sorry. And, you know, took accountability, hired a diversity coach, you know, tried to work on, you know, some of the preconditioning that she was possibly raised in. So, you know, very, very good ac- uh, example of accountability and, and the willingness to want to do better. She also took a beat and let the dust settle. On the other hand, we have Kelly Dodd who just very much leaned into those viewpoints. Jenny gave us neither of those things. So I don't know where to place her. I don't know where she stands. I don't know what, you know, how she feels about these issues. You know what I mean? It was cute to have her friend be like, I know her heart. She's a good girl. You can be a good girl and make bad decisions. You know what I mean? I'm sure Noella thinks she's a good girl. And then she's over there, you know, pegging her husband in their sex dungeon. It doesn't really mean anything but I also think she should have just like taken a beat. Like we didn't need to go on Instagram live the day after we got fired, you know? (sighs) So I actually think that this is probably the reason Bravo decided to fire her. Cause I know a lot of people are like, well, myself included. I was like, I wouldn't mind seeing these conversations play out on camera. I wouldn't mind watching somebody's evolution on a show Obviously, that's reality. You know, these women have strong opinions about what Jenny posted. I would like to see that dynamic. I would like to see an open dialogue. However, you can't have an open dialogue with somebody that's not taking any accountability. And I think that was probably why they ultimately decided to fire her was not necessarily for her viewpoints specifically, but for the fact that she wasn't willing to own them, wasn't willing to grow or move on from them. It's also interesting because Jen Shaw jumped into uh, the conversation again, which I'm very iffy because I feel like Jen Shaw is really using this scandal as an opportunity to amplify her own like uh public image. And I think a lot of people are like, Oh my God, I've seen a lot of people on social media and they're like, Oh my God, I'm falling in love with Jen Shaw. I can't believe I'm like, you know, siding with Jen Shaw here. It's like, okay, well, let's not forget Jen Shaw probably going to prison. She defrauded elderly people allegedly, but also allegedly ran not just an entire telemarketing scheme that took advantage of elderly people, but ran an entire money laundering scheme Um with all her companies being filed in Wyoming and her, you know, taking her communications from like text messages to encrypted private, you know, apps that can't track her communication. So hello. I think Jen is definitely, I'm sure that Jen is hurt by the things that Jenny has posted, but I think Jen is doing this, playing this out so publicly to gain people uh, her to gain people's um, support and adoration and trying to regain control of her narrative because she knows that she's likely going to be going to prison soon. So I don't support I, I get it. I, I wanna believe Jen Shaw has good faith, but this woman has a history of not being somebody that, you know, doesn't do things without her own personal benefit. But I like I said, I think this is why Bravo ultimately ended up firing her and not giving her an opportunity to have an open conversation and dialogue. I'm pretty sure those conversations started on camera and Bravo saw where this was going and they're like, she doesn't want to own it. We can't support this. Bye. <sighs> So that's Jenny and Salt Lake City and that whole shebang bang. And I know none of the women are standing by who are supporting her. I know that. When is Jen's trial day? Jen's trial day is supposed to be in March, but I believe the trial day is going to end up getting pushed back because of the backlog within the courts. Um, Obviously it's really challenging to do jury trials, you know, considering, the restrictions that are still in place, I know some of them are starting to lift um, in certain states and in certain countries. And, you know, some cities are a lot looser. So it's all up in the air at this point. It's all TBD. It's yes. It's supposed to be March 15th, but who knows if it'll actually be March 15th. I don't have a lot of faith. I think it's actually going to get postponed and delayed again. Um, any closing final thoughts about Jenny? I'm gonna scroll back and see what you got. Jen Shaw is trying to take the attention away from her. Exactly, she doesn't have to be the bad guy. If there's an even worse bad guy, you know, total deflection. I agree. Uh, virtuously shady diva, hypocrisy. Yes, I agree. Um, I wanted to see the cast confront her. I am um, gossip. I gossip in a glass. I think that will still happen. I think they will confront her. They did confront her on camera. Jen Shaw on social media has come out and said that she did confront Jenny on camera and that when they were on camera that Jenny claimed that she posted these things on social media. So I don't know what to believe. I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know um, yeah, it was the day after she got fired, which was insane, we're okay, they don't know with the, with the, we don't know her, yes, we don't know her, who gon' check Jenny, the world, I mean, I think more than checking Jenny, to be honest with you guys, more than I care about anybody checking Jenny, we can just, like, forget about Jenny, like, we don't even need to check her, she's already been checked, and now we can just forget her, you know, unless she wants to come and, like, be a changed woman or have some sort of human decency, accountability. I don't know. Something Um, eat the carb says, I love that Jenny is getting crucified while Mary and the others have been so racist. I mean, that's another great point is we, I mean, Mary also made some really bad comments on, on the show repeatedly um, that I don't know if she's necessarily been held accountable for. Um, I mean, I guess they've brought it up to her on camera, but she kind of ran away from that. She didn't show up at the reunion. So I don't know. Um, I know a lot of people were also talking about Ramona and like that was a big stir on, on... Twitter is like oh well, when is Ramona going to be fired it's like my and my response to this is like we don't know that Ramona hasn't already been fired it's not really standard of Bravo to announce when they've fired somebody they usually kind of just let them go like they didn't announce when Kelly Dodd was fired and a lot of housewives really just announce that they're leaving Leanne Lockin announced that she's leaving and stands by the fact that she says that she would willingly left the show so you know I think it's very rare that Bravo makes an announcement, and usually the only, there's only an announcement when there's like a big scandal and uproar about something. It's not to say that I don't believe that they are or aren't protecting Ramona, but we don't know what's happening with New York. And for all we know, they're probably not interested in bringing back Ramona anyway. She could be fired. I just... Don't really expect them to make an announcement saying, like, out of the blue, we are firing Ramona when she's not even under contract right now. Like, she's literally, like, her contract ended at the after the last season. So she's technically already been let go. So I don't know if, I mean, I, if they fire her, they fire her. Like, that's, you know, it is what it is. But, like. I don't, I feel like people are up in arms about, you know, her having a job when she doesn't have a job with the network right now. She's literally not under contract. So she's technically already been fired. I understand if you would get upset if they decided to renew her contract for the new season, but I don't even think they're at that point where they're really renewing anybody just yet. I think that's all still up in the air. Um, I mean, she can stay friends with Andy. Like, that's the thing. She can remain friends with Andy. Andy doesn't have absolute power at Bravo. Um, Mary knew what she was doing when she said slanted eyes. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. I think I, I said it, I think, last week or earlier this week that I would just like to see Bravo have you know, a code of conduct standard where like okay they have a rule book and they're like, okay, this is how we address these issues. These are the checks and balances. You know, this is the formal process of how we can or cannot let somebody go. Obviously in their contracts, there is a code of I would assume there's a code of conduct clause um, where they do have grounds for termination should they violate that. So I know they get fined for certain things, but who knows, who knows. Um thank you Sam Benjamin for the 3 badges and thank you Fat to Fab Viv. Hey Viv, what's going on girl? Ooh, you're you're a newbie dropping in the badges tonight. Thank you Viv. I appreciate that and thank you Sam for the badges tonight guys. Love you, love you. Love you. Okay, let's move into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Okay. There are some new rumors that have come out that Sutton and Garcelle are at odds and that they have been beefing lately. And it has to do with the fact that Sutton is coming hard at Erica. As we know, the the ladies of Beverly Hills have embarked on their final cast trip of the season. They're going to Aspen and apparently sparks are flying. Apparently sparks were flying before and now it's just like, pew 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 it's getting even crazier page six is, report, is reporting that there was a big blowout recently between garcelle or sorry not garcelle between sutton and erica and now garcelle has gotten in the middle and garcelle apparently ready for sutton to let the mouse go and sutton's like i ain't ready to let the mouse go because i listened to the fans and the fans loved me last year for grilling erica so now it seems like sutton is definitely doing what she what gained her her um, you know, fandom last season she's coming for Erica she's got the pitchfork ready but apparently she seems to be on an island because I don't think the other way wo- I think the other women are kind of just like all right we get it like they heard what Erica had to say they have decided to remain friends with Erica and like that's it is what it is and I think if anything Sutton is really just gonna end up burying herself on an island she's gonna brandy glanville it and then be totally isolated from the rest of the group Obviously, Crystal doesn't like Sutton. Um, now, Garcelle seems to be on the outs with Sutton. Um, Erica and Rinna are thick as thieves, so I would assume neither of them are close to Sutton. I don't know about Diana. Um, I don't imagine Kathy or Kyle are that close to Sutton. So I'm just like, if you keep isolating yourself, girl, what's, what's the issue? But now there's also talk of Garcelle apparently unfollowing Erica and apparently so- and also unfollowing Erica um and to me I don't know if that's true because I don't know if they ever were following. Like, every time these reports come out about a housewife unfollowing another housewife, I'm like, but when were they following them? That's what I want to know. Was it yesterday you went and you saw Garcelle was following Erica? And then today you went and you're like, oh, she, now she's not following Erica? Like, it yesterday you confirmed that she was and now she's not? Because, oh, Sutton still follows Erica. Who does Sutton still follow? What? Um, no, they were, oh, they were following each other and now they're not following each other. I mean, if anything, Garcelle could totally be like, I don't want any beef in any of this. I'm tired of both of y'all and I don't want to deal with either of you and your bullshit petty fighting. That could be Garcelle's position in this too. They did follow each other. Okay. But my question is when was the unfollow? A lot of people are claiming, are very confidently claiming that they were following. Erica still follows Garcelle. I know I checked that, but when were they following each other? And when were when did they start unfollowing each other? Because I feel like a lot of people just go and happen to look and they're like, oh, you know, Lady Gaga isn't following Selena Gomez. And then it becomes a headline. Oh, my God, Lady Gaga, unfollow Selena Gomez. When I was like, "What does she ever fucking follow Selena Gomez? And when did she follow her? When did she unfollow her? Like, were they in a fight at the time? Like, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of other contexts. I don't like to feed into these rumors sometimes because they're a little cockamamie cuckoo crazy cuckoo for cocoa birds cuckoo for cocoa puffs sorry unfollowing doesn't do crap it's child that too i mean mute them or like i don't know It, it to me it's silly um whatever some of them are following each other some of them aren't following each other and there's your headline there you go page six you're welcome i'm excited for jersey too alicia and sam um i cannot wait for jersey i think jersey is going to be so good um real quickly rosebug 1979 thank you for the three badges and chrissy 37g chrissy is always coming in with the badges. chrissy is like badge mvp vip all of the p's thank you chrissy 37g thank you rosebud we have a lot of new badge droppers here tonight thank you guys i love it i thought crystal garcelle and sutton had all become tight after last season listen They all did an LA Times article together that Bravo orchestrated. That was the Bravo PR machine orchestrating them making up. And I'm pretty sure Crystal was like, all right, I have to make nice with Sun. I'll make nice with Sun for a minute. I don't know if I really believe that Crystal is not still hating Sun. Diana seems cool with Erica. Yeah, Diana does. She seems cool with Erica and Daride and Rinna. Well, she knew Crystal and Rinna prior, I believe. Um, and if Crystal and and Lisa are friends with Erica, then I would imagine that that would kind of just be a natural overlap. We should go through per go through and purge accounts we don't support. Why are you even following accounts that you don't support? did I don't understand where that's even coming from. It seems like we we really came in with the rah-rah tonight, whiskey and wangs. Um, I don't think you should ever follow accounts that you don't support. <laughs> oh my god, I need to see Crystal and Sutton fight continue. That way, Crystal reads her gives the crystal oh the way crystal reads her gives me life yes um i agree from what i've heard crystal came in hot at the top of the season and she's kind of fallen a little flat so um senella is the new girl but i believe she goes by diane yeah she's rich honey i agree She has got some money, honey. She said some very I've heard that the new girl, Diana, is pretty feisty and she's really bringing some heat, too. So I wouldn't be surprised if she was also jumping in on some of that beef. Okay, should we talk about Erica's diamond earrings? Because that's another big like story right now. And everyone's talking about the diamond earrings. And Ronald Richards was out here tweeting Erica was cut red handed. And I was like, hold up, homie. Are we still playing that game? Are we still doing the misogynistic, let's blame the woman for the actions of her man? So let's break it down. A pair of earrings is now being dragged into the bankruptcy case, and it's a very expensive pair of earrings. It's expensive to be me. The earrings are worth $750,000. Seven, five, okay. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to say, OK, and then I tried to do an O-Core at the same time, and it just it didn't work out and it made me look bad. Um, sorry. But apparently there um, there was a pair of earrings that Tom bought Erica back in 2007. I believe they were a replacement pair of earrings. He bought her these new earrings. Um, and after the trustee and the team of the trustee, it's funny how once you fire Ronald Richards, things like just start moving through, right? Um, But they were going through the books and they found that this pair of earrings valued at $750,000 um, was directly linked to a client's trust account. So this is one of the, I want to say one of like the first times they've been able to directly link the trust account to, the, to a purchase that isn't directly for a client. Now, on the books, it was written off as a fee, but... How is that a fee if you're buying your wife $750,000 earrings? That's a little fishy. That's a little suspicious. I have questions and it's not about a ding dong ditch. But the biggest piece of this, more than Erica owning a pair of expensive jewelry that her crooked husband gave her, the biggest piece of this is the payment, which like I said, was written off as a fee, was signed off. By another or co signed by another lawyer at the firm, what does that tell us, guys? That means that the other lawyers at the firm knew what Tom was doing. Everyone that's pleading the fifth, everyone that's like Andy Cohen, I plead the fifth, I'm not going to answer this question. No way, Jose. They've now proven that there was another lawyer that was aware of what he was doing, and like this is crazy because. It was literally money that was in a client's trust account that was taken out to make this purchase of these earrings. Now, the biggest thing to me is it's like everyone's like mad at Erica and she's making all these headlines and Ronald Richards is like, oh, Erica, you've been caught red handed. Caught red handed for fucking what? Like, what is she caught red handed for? Please explain to me. Did she write the check? Did she sign? Was she the other lawyer that signed off on this? No, no. Tom and this other lawyer were the ones that signed off on this payment being made for these earrings. Erica just received the earrings. Now, on top of that, Um, Erica and her legal team have decided to turn over the earrings, and it's now in a third-party escrow until all of this has been resolved. Obviously, they have to continue to dig into the books. Um, I assume that this other lawyer is going to be brought in for questioning. Um, uh, I mean, this was a purchase made back in 2007, so I would imagine that there are statute of limitations issues that that may also be involved. So... Eric has turned over the earrings I mean or at least turn them over until a third to a third party until all of the the situation has been resolved. Um, so it's likely that the trustee will either take those earrings and try to liquidate them to pay back the client that they belong to or, it's likely that Erica will end up keeping the earrings but probably have to give them back, have to liquidate them in some other way to pay off other debts that are probably coming on coming up down the line. People keep saying that she has them. Ronald Richards is so damn lie. Um, she had them, but she does not currently have them. According to her lawyer and confirmed by the trustee, the earrings have been turned over and they are with a middleman. They're not with the trustee and they're not with Erica. They are currently with a middleman or they're in the process of being turned over to the middleman. But this also, you know, goes to the. Um, the earlier statements that her legal team has been giving, saying that she. Has been cooperating. So, I mean, her books were turned over. Um, you know, I uh, I don't know what to tell you guys other than we're going to have to see how this all plays out. That shirt is a new vibe. Thank you. It's an old shirt, but I just I felt like wearing it today. Um, at the time he posted the news, he said that the middleman already has them. Yeah. So then again, what is the Why are we dragging Erica? She turned over the fucking earrings. She's not keeping them. And if she does end up keeping them, it was because they found that they don't have legal grounds to take them from her. And if that's the case, I would assume she would likely liquidate those earrings, $750,000 in earrings. Like, you don't need the jewelry, but you do need to pay off some debt. So I would imagine that that $750,000 pair of earrings would become very valuable when it came to paying off other debts down the line. Um... Zach coming in with the T, Love it. Thanks, Chrissy. Thanks, boo. Um, I think it's high time that people give up on their misogynistic views about her being guilty. It's more than, It's been more than a year and there's nothing on her. Exactly. Can someone say it louder for the bitches in the back? Can someone call it out for Ron Richards in the last row? Why are we still coming after her? Why? Because it's clout chasing at this point. It gets you headlines. It gets you clicks. It gets you follows. Cute. Hey, I love you and your podcast. Wish I could buy your products here in India. Oh, thank you, my love. Um, Merch is available in India. Merch is available at com slash shop. The wine, unfortunately, is not available internationally. It's only available in the US. I'm sorry, I wish I had better news for you, my dear. But I wish I had better news. this into frame that way you can see it but the wine is available at nofilterwine.com so if you're in the u.s you want to stock up i would say stock up i will skirt skirt into your dms best believe okay okay oh my god i'm indian too oh okay okay have you seen the new Tristan Thompson BS? Now what? What has he done now? Who's dick did he put it in now? He needs to stop already. He needs to put it away. We need to chop off his balls. By the way, Zach, I'm buying you a shirt this weekend. You're buying me a shirt? Why are you buying me a shirt this weekend? Do I need a new shirt? Does this one have a hole in it? What's going on, Whip? what shirt are we getting oh my god how about lamar odom on big brother i'm not that impressed with the big brother announcement too can we talk about that so cynthia bailey was announced on big brother and teddy malencamp was announced on big brother i had already announced that that uh, teddy malencamp was coming on big brother i announced that last week so y'all with your low budget tea, I brought it um Oh, I'm buying one of your shirts. Oh, my God. Thank you. Which one are you buying? Um, the new I don't want to Scott. I'm ready for my Travis. That shirt is on sale now. And then we also have the tea spilling professional T-shirts available now. And then we have Zach Pack University sweaters. Um, what else do we have? We have the no filter caps, the denim black denim caps. Yes. Thanks, Wit. Please send me pics once you do. Um, But yeah, so we have Cynthia Bailey from Real House, formerly of Real Housewives of Atlanta, and we have Teddy Mellencamp, formerly of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, that are both joining the Big Brother house. Um, Giselle, if you love the Travis shirt so much, then why haven't you bought one, girl? Um, Tell me, tea spilling? Yes. He was on video with some chick in the club. It's, oh my God. He tried. What's his name? Tristan needs to stop with the bitches in the club. Okay, just enough. Enough. I'm curious to see what Teddy brings to Big Brother. Is she going to be strategic? Is she going to be smart? Is she going to be fun? Oh, Shelly girl. Shelly girl dropping those three badges. Thank you, Shelly girl. I appreciate you, my love um tones i've never been disappointed as i was once i saw the cast reveal and i don't watch the show. same same literally same i don't understand how anybody's like that excited big here let's actually go over this list um Celebrity Big Brother season three announced. Do you think Lisa and, ever- and Meredith will ever be friends again? Probably because they have such a long-standing friendship. Okay, so let's see who is joining the Big Brother house. Um, oh, that's right. Candy Burris was on it. Ryan Lochte was on it. Joey Lawrence was on it. Anthony Scaramucci. Yeah, there were a lot of really good stars that were on it previously. Marissa. Hmm. Okay, so we have Lamar Odom, we have Teddy Mellencamp, we have Cynthia Bailey, we have um, Mariah Nagasu, who's an ice skater. We have a singer and influencer Todrick Hall. We have NSYNC's Chris Kirkpatrick. Nobody even remembers Chris Kirkpatrick. We have what? We had Joey, we had Lance, we had JC, and we had Justin. And then apparently, Chris Kirkpatrick was also there. We had Todd Bridges from Different Strokes. We had Saturday Night Night Live alumnus Chris Catton, and we have UFC fighter Cupcake. Well, that sounds delicious. (sighs) What did Gossip and Glass say? Why is she making everybody laugh? Teddy's going to put everyone on her crazy ass diet. That would be funny. They're going to eat her. Cupcake's going to eat her up. Mm-hmm. We also have Stassi who's coming out with her new book, um, Off With My Head. the uh, A basic, what is it? Um, a next Level Basic Guide to Surviving Rock Bottom. So she just announced that. The, the reception for it so far seems to be pretty positive. Um, I read the description. I read a blurb from the introduction. It seems like she is trying to not just make a comeback, but like also like owning her past and kind of being like, I'm a mom now. I've changed. I've grown. Let's do this. Isn't Garcelle's book coming out in February too? Is it? Stassi's book comes out in April. Craig from Southern Charm also has a book that's coming out in March. Bethany's book is coming out in May. Leah's book from New York is also, I believe, coming out in April as well. So we have Leah's book, Bethany's book, Stassi's book, Craig's book. We got a lot of apparently Garcelle's book. I'm looking forward to Stassi's book. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what she's got to say. I mean, she hasn't really talked about it. She hasn't really, um, couch sipping. Hi, couch sipping. So we'll see what what Stassi's book brings to the table. I'm curious. That's full shizzle, my nizzle. All right, guys. Shall we wrap for the night? That was F-U-N. What a Liddy city night. Hi. All right. Well, if you want to give me a follow, you can give me my, me, my personal account. Like, if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Be sure to follow the show at No Filter with Zach. We have really fun lives, and we have a really fun time. Um... So thank you. I love you. I mean it. We have new episodes that drop on the podcast and on the YouTube channel every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We also do Book Club Live every Tuesday night, which is always fun. Right now we're reading Margaret Joseph's book, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. If you haven't ordered it yet, you can grab a copy now. Head over to Amazon to grab a copy. You can order all of the books at Amazon.com slash shop slash Zach Peter, Amazon.com slash shop slash Zach Peter, and you will support the show. Um, Wit, I will be breaking down the Vanderpump Rules reunion on Monday's episode of the podcast. I have Jess from Hot Takes and Deep Dives that's going to be on the podcast, and we're going to be recapping Vanderpump Rules, the season, the reunion, all of it. So that episode will drop on Monday. And then I have Heather McDonald that's going to be coming on the podcast next Wednesday. I'm taping with her this weekend. So be sure to send me your questions for her or the topics that you want us to cover. Whatever you want Heather to weigh in on, let me know, boo. Um, are we doing after party? Well, we got seven badges. Do you think there's any way we can get to, you know, the drill, 15 badges and we can do an after party. Thank you so much, Jackie. That's so sweet. We're at seven badges. If we can get to 15 badges, yes, we can do after party, and we can have some FUN, and it's going to be exciting, and we'll have a good time. <signmens> get it, get it, get it, get it, here for it. Okay. Follow Zach on Twitter as well. Yes, I have fun on Twitter. Thank you, Gossip in a Glass. I love you, Gossip. You are the bomb.com, my love. Got it, Zach, from your Amazon shop. It's in the mail. Ugh, can't in Canada. Oh my God, thank you. Just bought it. Yay. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate the love and support. You guys are the bomb.com. I love when you shop my Amazon affiliates. There you go. It is available. Stassi's book is available. All the book club books are available too. I also have like a fun like Housewives stationery um, Amazon list. Um, I have a Halloween watch party, a holiday watch party, a Bravo beauty segment. So all like the beauty products that the housewives love to use. I have a whole thing in there as well. Ooh, we're at nine badges, guys. Nine badges. We're only six away from doing After Party. Otherwise, it's going to be a chill night. Um, But yes, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You guys are the bomb.com. Any other thoughts before we wrap up after party? I'm actually really enjoying. Oh, for those of you that do join. Yay. Combos with Lisa Marie. Drop two badges. Also, Combos with Lisa Marie. I saw your your, uh, review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, my love. Appreciate you, my dear. So sweet. Glad you decided to go live tonight. We love you. I love you too, Alicia. We're at 10 badges, guys. Okay, can we get to 12 badges? If we can get to 12 badges, then yes, we can definitely do after party. Ooh. Little Miss. Ooh, there we go. Combos with Lisa Marie. Little Miss. Apprehensive. Why are we apprehensive, boo? Don't be apprehensive be expensive it's expensive to be me eh, eh, eh. it's expensive Jubi me he he oh we're at 13 badges okay can we get two more badges to close it out hit that 15 i think we can hit it hit it hit it hit it yes 14 badges one badge away from after party vanderpump rules reunion going to chat yes we're going to chat about vanderpump rules rules reunion on monday's um on Monday's episode of the podcast. Zach, you lowered your standards. When did I lower? I don't lower my standards. Sue, when did I lower my standards? Sue, I'm offended if you think I've lowered my standards. Trust me, I've to some questionable guys, but I don't think my standards overall are that low. Um, all right, thank you guys. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. We will be doing After Party tonight. Follow the show account at No Filter with Zach and get ready. I have a really big announcement coming this upcoming Tuesday um so yeah get ready get ready I love it I love it I love it I love it yay why did I do that that was so stupid all right good night guys